going on everybody good morning out there in anchor land um, i'm coming at you from anchorage alaska it's 11 40 40 a.m something like that i am cruising down the boulevard literally a boulevard it's northern lights boulevard i'm going driving uh what is it from the west headed east back to my side of the town out here doing pet care visits y'all um it is the summertime so people are traveling people are needing help with their pets and so we are here to help them our company and uh as we grow it from just my wife and i to now uh, a house sitter that we've worked with several times we've got another house sitter haven't worked with yet and then i am basically needing another dog walker to help me so it's pretty cool guys um you know building a business from scratch is what we've been doing um and i'll tell you this something i learned in my amway business years ago was find people who've already got things figured out and try to learn from them right and usually it's hard to do that if you're learning trying to learn from your competition but um, find some form of mentorship or coaching and you'll find a lot of things just a little bit easier. Um, we do have a pet business coach. Uh, we don't pay this person you know, to be our coach, but she has written books and she provides support for uh, pet care professionals, pet care business owners. And um, she started a company, and she eventually had about 35 people on her on her staff. And um, so we're excited, guys. You know what? Because we do love taking care of pets. My wife absolutely wants to adopt every pet that's out there that needs a home. And um, you know, the pet care business, the pet care industry right now is such that. You know, we're, we're basically able to scale a business um, as we grow it from the ground up, um, debt-free. And, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult, of course, as we begin to lead a, a team of people, you know, deal with all the legal and tax with that. And then, of course, uh, making sure our marketing is, is where it needs to be so we have business coming through the door to, to basically feed feed our staff you know like hey um, anyway so I'm excited about it guys because I'm working my down to the bone right now uh, I think on this week or I think one of the days I have like 10 or 12 different visits I need to do throughout the day and uh, anyways but still it's not like I'm you know working 10 hour shift at the automotive shop that's what I used to do you know, for basically pennies on the dollar, what I was actually producing, you know. So anyways, guys, we all have different seasons. We all have different things going on. We're all doing what we're doing now to, to learn from it, hopefully. You know, Robert Kiyosaki said to work to learn, not just to earn. You know what I'm saying? So wherever job you're at, learn from that job. That way, down the road, if you have your own business or whatever you know how to wear the different hats in your business you know that's what being a business owner or an entrepreneur is all about is being willing to wear multiple multiple hats you know if you really boiled it down 
probably working five, six, seven different jobs right now. Um, six of them have to do with our pet care business. You know, you know, uh, I won't go into that, but y'all, you guys get it. You know, I'm not just the dog walker, but I'm also the accountant and bookkeeper. I'm also the scheduling coordinator. I'm also the marketer, the marketing director. I'm also the CEO. Um, my wife is the co-CEO. She's the founder. <laughs> we haven't had to have the, add these official names yet, but we're about to, guys. When you have a, if you start a company, and that company grows past your ability to manage and lead it, that's when you start thinking about hiring a CEO. You know, and obviously this is down the road. You, you when your your business can afford, you know, having the staff like that, but. You know, down the road, if you're like, oh, man, I'm not sure what to do. We're now in five different states. Um, we have, um, you know, prospects of going into Canada, you know. So now you have an international business that is also in five different states. And you might be, you know, maybe bringing in 500000 in revenue per year. And, you know, depending on what a CEO or whatever would, would work for, you know, now you're like, hey, look, I need to hire somebody to run this company because I'm not able to anymore, you know? You got to be willing to do that sort of thing when you own and operate. And, you know, obviously, depending on what your attitude is and your skill set, you know, being the operator, basically being the person that is running everything, can be a lot of fun. But if your time is worth more than what you're doing, then you hire people to help you out. You pay them. You basically help help provide for to them of uh, the abundance of your your uh, your business, and then you go do something else. You know, you should be doing you should be doing the things that only you can do, and hire out the things that you know you can delegate, right? So, anyways, guys, just a little bit of. Uh, business owner mentality uh, whatever it is I find there's a lot of different people running around right now that want to be an entrepreneur that want to um, run their own business they want to have their own podcast whatever it is you know they want to monetize whatever it is you have to really boil it down to if you're actually wanting to operate a business how can I um, how can I create a profit how can I do a service or have a product that sells for some, for a profit? And then you, you figure that out, and then you just you just duplicate that. You know, it's nothing special. People are out there trying to, you know, get a storefront, take a bunch of loans out, get a bunch of this and that. Got my copyright, my website, my business cards, blah blah blah, and they haven't even talked to a customer yet. You know. So, anyways, guys, just a little. Seven minutes intro. I'm going to be recording throughout the day today, and I think I'll do it and release the episode after I'm done. But uh, I'm going to talk a little bit in the next segment about the episode 71 that I just uh, produced. And uh, anyway, um, as I'm saying this at the very, very end of this first segment, I'm like, who's actually going to hear this? So, anyways, guys, next segment, let's talk about episode 71. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're back at it. I am here. I've got my phone 
uh, in my pocket. I got my headphones in, so I got my headphone, microphone, whatever. As I'm working here, doing an actual pet care visit. This is where if I had the uh, the Boss Jock Studios like Dewan and, and others, I would play the uh, applause or whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, whew, this one is, this visit is, is uh, anyways, I won't go into what I'm actually doing, but we're taking care of two dogs and a cat. And uh, anyways, guys, I wanted to talk a little bit about episode 71. And uh, by the way, I'm very excited to be recording like this again. Um, I've been stuck on like a rut of just freestyling. And uh, guys, I love to freestyle. I really do. I love to freestyle. It's fun. It's a way for me to just relax. It's therapeutic. If y'all been listening to me as of late... You can start to really pick up on, you know, trends and things that I'm thinking about, you know, things that I'm trying to do in life, you know, and to me, freestyling is literally, it's nothing that I'm planning out. I'm literally never, ever even thinking to myself, all right, well, I'm going to rap about this when I hit record. I literally hit record. And if it's somebody like, let's say I'm rapping on Ant Capone Station, I'll obviously mention Ant Capone a little bit, you know, like I'm with my bro Ant Capone or whatever, but I am just basically flowing out of my, you know, consciousness or whatever, and just freestyling kind of whatever's coming up, and if I really dial it in and I'm really in the zone, then I can follow a direct path where I'm actually thinking ahead in the freestyle, like, you know, okay, this is where I want to take it, you know, Uh, but then you look at the style the G Forte did on the episode 71, which I'm going to be talking about here. Um, it's more of a kind of a, you know, you're saying words and then, you know, it's, and of course, absurd is my go-to for that rhyme, but it's absurd, you know, I'm with the, you know, I'm trying to get my cheese curd, please hurry up, you know, it's like this, like, it's just kind of bouncing in going from word to word, rhyme to rhyme, not necessarily trying to rhyme like four rhymes in a four bar series and then moving on to another rhyme, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of a way of just, uh, flowing in a way that, uh, it's just different. He calls it free association. I think it's awesome. I love it. Um, you know, I want to learn different ways of freestyle. I want to learn to be dynamic and so let me talk a little bit about episode 71 here. And please forgive all the background noise as I'm opening here. Here's a, I'm opening a cat, a can of cat food. Oh yeah, you guys want some? And uh, anyway, so episode 71, and I'm hoping this is actually still recording because it's the phone's in my pocket. What it's been, what's been going on guys is I do a lot of call-ins to other stations because that's usually the funnest thing to do. I don't really like just like, hey guys, listen to me freestyle. You know, come over to my station, listen to me freestyle. You know, I get it. Some people do. I listen to myself in yeah, every one out of 10, one out of 20 freestyles. is like really good where I'm like, dang, you know, I, I actually enjoy listening to it, you know. But I was listening to a lot of the freestyles. Uh, well, let me, let me back up. So, episode 71 came, came out of necessity because I had been sitting on 
Now I had been doing call-in freestyles to a lot of folks who have been posting them on their page. And what I usually like to do is post them on my page as well. That way, you know, if people aren't listening to, let's say, Maddie Moat Station, and they happen to catch mine, ooh, that is a worm. Uh-oh. Looks like a worm. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness. So, anyways, I won't get into what I'm doing here, but I think one of these animals have worms. Um. Anyways, guys, sorry. Um, so that is disgusting right there. I'm literally cleaning up poop that's on the floor. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, guys, I've been sitting on a ton, a bunch of call-ins that people have called into my station freestyles. You know, um, I still have a hand, maybe a few that I didn't get to, but I was like, man, and you know, people are faithful to to call in. So I need to, um, you know, post these things. And then also I have the ones that that I have been doing. So I was like, well, let me post those as well. So I actually spent a lot of time. I did this all on the desktop. Basically, um, you know, listening to each segment and kind of using the the interlude that would work best and all that. And I don't know if y'all, whoever has listened to it, um, you know, it's all just interludes and call-ins. I don't have one, you know, like just regular recording like I'm doing now. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of unique, mainly because I don't, my microphone is set up in the garage. And so for me to just do regular recording, if I'm not actually out there freestyling, because that's what I do out there, it's the reason why I'm doing it out in the garage, because it's, I've got an external speaker and it's kind of loud and whatnot. And uh, anyways, guys, whoops, crap. Is that damn worm thing? Um, I'm gonna go with that was a maggot. I know you guys are like ew. Um, tell a little bit about the situation here. These dogs. They're actually they're small dogs and a cat, and she is gone a lot, so fortunately she has like a puppy pad type of setup inside the house, which, as y'all can imagine, it can get kind of gross. And, uh, oops. And anyways, so episode 71 is a collection of freestyles that I've received and that I've sent to people really throughout the month of May and towards the beginning of June. And so I just wanted to get those released. Um, I listened to, there's a lot of them, like I said, they're about, it's at about a month's time frame of freestyle. So there's, there's quite a, a different variety. And I was listening to the ones that I had been doing and I find that I'm, I don't mean to be, yes, you guys probably know I'm a Christian, you know, I'm always saying Christ or something. I'm always saying B-I-B-L-E-G-O-D. And I hope you guys aren't... I hope you guys don't get sick of hearing that stuff. Um, I'm certainly not trying to shove anything down or thump anything like that. I just... It's on my mind a lot, you know? Like right now, I have a, a 10-year-old son who I hope 
grows up to be a kind, loving, strong man. And when you know that there was a man named Jesus Christ that walked this earth 2,000 years ago, performed miracles, died and resurrected, I mean, that we can, we can have a discussion about that if you want to. Um, but this is a historical figure that has some pretty, pretty wild claims, if you think about it. So, and we've found that people who follow his teachings, you know, have a, you know, their life isn't perfect, but you can overcome a lot of these things that knock you out in life, you know. So I hope he loves Christ, you know. I hope he, I hope he follows God as he grows up, because if you think about it, if if there's no one acting on us, like God's laws, nothing that's acting on our hearts that's restraining us, well then, yeah, kind of whatever you feel like doing, you can do, you know? And the more of a godless society we, we start living in, you see more and more of the tragedies. Um, I'm not saying people commit crime and do this because they don't believe in God, because certainly there's people that do, you know, nut jobs that just are... You know, they think they're helping God by killing people or something like that. But as a whole, you know, when people understand and believe that it's wrong to, to murder, it's wrong to steal, it's wrong to uh, try and take your neighbor's wife or your neighbor's stuff, you know, our society to kind of is more polite, <laughs> you know. So I want my son to, to, to be a godly young man, to take care of his family when he grows up. And, of course, my wife, I've been focusing... A lot on hi DOG, come on buddy, let's go inside. Come on, let's go. I've been focusing a lot on trying to lead and love her better. Uh, come on, DOG. I might sound like I'm doing that all the time in my freestyles, but usually I'm saying that because I'm like thinking about it, like I need to do more of it. You know, I need to spend more time with my wife rather than out there in the studio, you know, this and that, vice versa. So Anyways, guys, episode 71, I hope you listened to it. I spent a lot of time on the interludes, actually connecting all the music as well as I could. And so check that out, you know, and uh, Mr. No Show did an awesome intro for me. He just sent that to me a few weeks ago. So I just was like, hey, this is a perfect way to start the show. Um, and uh, G Forte, he's dropping some of the best uh, freestyles that I've heard from him padlock uh, there's other ones in there built to last he's a really really good lyricist and it's it's very very interesting how he rhymes I try to I don't know the rules on how to do that meaning I don't know what I'm allowed to do and not to do because I do association rhyme work I'm literally just traveling through my freestyle just picking up words as I can find them you know and uh, it's never ever a set thing it's never ever a planned out thing you know, because to me that kind of takes all the fun out of it. You know, you freestyle, it's like, let me see what we can do with this beat, you know? Let me see what comes out, you know? And uh, Josh and Around dropped me one, and then, of course, Maddie Moe's in there. I thought that was really cool. Maddie Moe did a, uh, I, I rhymed on a beat, I think it was Bug Seed, and the track's name is Pain, and I said, it's got 141 views, blah, blah, blah. And he came back and, and rapped the same beat and told, if you can hear that, it tells us, how many views it's had since I produced the track. So I think it was like 15 or something. The, the track had been watched 15 times or something. And I t- 
truth be told, guys, I did not even realize that was the same track. And I didn't realize that I put them back to back like that. So you can hear my version and then you can hear Maddie Moe's version. So I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, so anyways, guys, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about episode 71. I wasn't, I have some really good, like if I was going to critique my own freestyles, there's a couple in there that are pretty good, pretty good, you know, like a few of them that are like, okay, that's really good. I think I was mentioning Christ and my wife a little bit too much, not because, not that I'm ashamed of that at all. I'm proud of that. Very, very proud. But I don't want to become repetitive, you know, where I'm like, every time I'm rapping, I'm like, Christ and Billy and this and that, you know. Um, I just want it to be a good listening experience. And I want to have a wide range of freestyling. <coughs> and I find that if I'm doing it a lot, I'll start to get, I'll start to sink into a little bit of a of a routine. So that's what if you're really going to do a lot of freestyle, you need to be reading a lot of books, listening to a lot of different uh, music, a lot of different rappers, a lot of different things, and it'll begin to fill up your mind with different options that you can do. You know. And uh, as you guys might be able to tell, I'm now back in my van. This is a 2001 Chevrolet Venture minivan that we got for like 1500 bucks, And it runs and drives awesome. And uh, so this is our pet care, pet care vehicle, one of them. And anyways, guys, I'm going to get off here and uh, check out episode 71. Thanks for listening, and we'll see what I have to talk about next. I'm actually not too sure. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the show. It's a special Sunday show. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm going to call it yet, but the the beginning was kind of uh, one of my drive-by chit-chats, talking about business and whatnot, business mindset. Second segment was about really shedding some light on episode 71, the last freestyle episode, and kind of sharing my thoughts on, you know, what's been going on with all that and and uh, today, or now, it's been a couple hours, and I'm now out in the garage here. I'm not going to record just yet, or I don't know if I will. I probably won't record, studio record or whatever um, tonight, but I'm out here just doing a little work in the garage, so I figured uh, I'd just invite you all along, and I've got a lot of different projects going on, and I think what I'm going to work on right now is... My dad's, I think it's a 1988 or 89 Ford F-350. It's lifted. And um, it got struck in a parking lot. Basically, another truck with a trailer slid on the ice, slid into it. Basically totaled dad's truck as far as insurance is concerned. Um, he figured all that out. And now we actually have parts and we're going to be fixing it. So... Um, I'm taking off the power steering pump and the power steering gearbox, um, which sometimes people call a steering gear. And we're going to replace those units along with a couple of lines, flush all the fluid while we're at it, and uh, make this thing at least drivable again so he can drive it back to his place. So I like to, and by the way, in fact, let me, this is exactly what I'm going to do with this segment is talk about Last Frontier Garage. Um, it's a YouTube channel that I started. 
Um, mainly because um, this is already stuff I'm doing anyway. You know, this is not something I do like for my main job. This isn't something, um, you know, I don't really make a whole lot of money doing what I'm doing out here. I could, but right now pet care is our primary. And so this is basically just a secondary way to make some money, but also it's stuff that I'm doing anyway, like on our vehicles, and I just I invite people along, and if they can learn something, great. You know, it also helps me to work a little bit faster too, knowing that I'm being recorded. The next step, though, is um, you know learning how to edit because they are some of them are like 30, 40 minutes long of me just working on, which I like. You know, it's cool, but I will start editing, editing, and all that. I keep saying editing, and I think there's another like. Or a tita in there, editing, and uh, edited. <laughs> they were edited. And anyway, so check it out. It's uh, search Last Frontier Garage, and uh, Last Frontier it comes from uh, um, one of the nicknames for Alaska. You know, last, whoops, the last, last Frontier. Space is the final frontier. Alaska is the last frontier. You know. Anyway. So, Last Frontier Garage, and uh, it's pretty cool. So, we're excited. Um, I do small engine stuff, motorcycles, uh, trucks, cars, even even random stuff that I'll work on around the house, I'll, I'll just start doing, because to me, it's just, you know, all this stuff people can do. All you need is tools, a little bit of knowledge, and, you know, some parts if you need, if you need parts, but it's uh, really all it is, so. Anyways, guys, let's, uh, let me tell you a little bit what I'm doing to this truck right now. The, I'm just basically removing lines, disconnecting everything so I can actually remove the uh, power steering pump itself from the vehicle. And of course, below that, the steering gearbox. But what I'm doing is I have an issue with um, the pressure line that's going from the pump so basically the power steering pump is turning, the belt that's you know being driven by your engine is turning the power steering pump, and that pump is forcing the fluid in there out the, basically the pressure outlet, which that goes into a line which feeds directly to your steering gearbox. So basically that's pressurized, that goes in, and then there on the other side of the system is a return line going to the pump. Anyway, long story short, the pressure line is basically stuck. It's not, the, the fitting is rounded and um, I couldn't get a wrench on it. Basically it just continued to round. Um, I didn't really make every single effort. I probably could have gotten, gotten underneath it because I was getting good wrench, um, I guess grip on the underside. Anyway, right now though, what I'm doing is grabbing my vice grips which that's one of the tools where I don't know if you are familiar with it basically a locking wrench that you can adjust and you basically clamp it down and it's let hey babe I'm doing a pot I'm just recording on anchor as I'm doing stuff today this is my beautiful wife who decided to make an appearance it's just on audio what's going on Okay, I love you, sweetheart. Um, we had a late night last night. Um, 
basically, uh, I'm a night owl. <laughs> she has to put up with me staying up late, working on stuff and projects. And I just have, I just have fun, guys. I have so much fun. I'm free. I'm basically, I'm a free person that we run our own businesses. You know, we're not waiting for someone else to tell us what to do. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's really the gist of being your own boss, so to speak. But I'll be honest with you. You know who my boss is? My clients. You know, I don't, I'm not trying to pretend like, oh, I'm free and I'm financially independent, which, you know, at that point you have a business that you own and you have other people running it for you and you're just getting dividend checks or whatever. Or you have real estate that you have professionally managed, so you're not really having to do anything with it. So you're paying to have someone manage it and you have enough to pay you, you know, that's doing good. Or you have money in investments that are that actual money is earning more money for you. So that's that's where financial freedom can come in, financial independence. But honestly, I heard someone say that you know you're not independent, meaning you're independent from other people. You're just your 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 money is coming in automatically, somewhat. You're still managing everything, obviously, or you should be. And uh, oh, this thing. Sorry, guys, I just made an attempt at this line. I'm going to take the air hammer to it. This is fun. It's going to be fun. You guys can come along on the ride. Anyway, so basically what I'm saying, though, is that we create our own schedule. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to work and being an employee. The issue with being an employee, an employee guys, nothing wrong with that. But you got to understand that you're making, you know, 30 or 40%, um, you know, at most 50, I would suppose, depending on what you're doing. To give you an example, the shop I used to work at, their hourly rate was, I think, $92 an hour. And it was an $80 diagnostic fee, right? So, and I got paid per flag hour, which means, like, diagnosis. If a vehicle needed diagnosis, it's an hour job. And so, Gary would charge the, the customer, you know, an hour labor, which was... A special diagnostic rate it was a little bit discounted of $80 and then what I was making forever it was like 20 I think I started at $28 an hour and then I was at 30 something like that but guys and that might sound like a lot but it, it wasn't like I was you know, I was there for 10 hours a day but I was having to I was getting paid based on the work that I did you know I wasn't getting paid just to be there if that were the case I'd probably would have been making more like $15 an hour you know, so you look at what you do and what it's actually bringing in for the company. And you can kind of understand how much your position is, is being paid. So, for instance, on a normal job, let's say it was a, a break job was two hours usually. And the company would bring in $90, $92 times two. Um, they may have had a discounted break price, too. There's all kinds of pricing things that you can do, but... Across the board, let's just say an uh, hour was charged to the customer, $92. And I would get my hour, which was 30 guys. So that's less than half. And yeah, the business is carrying the insurance, taking all the risk, has done all the marketing, has put in all the groundwork. So I'm not saying that there's that you're automatically worth more than that. But if you wanted to... Um, and I'm not recommending, you know, going out in a bunch of debt to run a business, but just start doing your own business. Just start. 
have one customer, just somebody that you do some work for, you know, or, or you, maybe you make a product. I'd love to get, in fact, I have a product business, my Amway business that I really want to get pumping again, because when you have a product that you can sell to that makes profit, now you just figure out how many of them you got to sell to make the amount of money you want to make or a service based industry like what we do is how many services can we provide per day? And if we hire people, um, how much do we pay them and how, how much are we charging the client? How much are we paying the employee or independent contractor? And how much is the business profiting from that to see if, you know, we can actually make money from it, you know, after you pay for everything else. And so anyways, guys, so it's services and products, you know, find a product you can sell. Product business is cool because if you can develop a system that sells that product for you, um, you know, it's the product doing the work. It's a candy, it's a meal replacement bar or a energy drink. I'm so excited, guys. I'm telling you what, there's so much opportunity. I really want you guys, if anybody else out there listening to this is entrepreneurial, give me a call. Let's talk about it. Let's start getting a conversation going about um, doing business, you know, and encourage one another and giving each other advice. It's based on real experience or something like that. Anyways, guys, before this this uh, segment gets entirely too long, what I'm doing right now is rolling the air compressor out to the opening of the garage because what I'm going to do is actually a real easy, it's not easy, but it's a quick, it's a quick way to get something um, unstuck, get a bolt unstuck is what I'm trying to say here. And uh, let me, I'm making some room here, guys, sorry. I got, we got so much stuff. We're doing a garage sale with the friend, some friends of ours next week. We got all their stuff in here. We got stuff everywhere. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I don't mean to cough into the, into the mic. Anyway, so you can hear that squeaky door. This, this air compressor is going to kick on so it can build up pressure again. And what I'm going to do, guys, is grab my air hammer with a chisel attachment. And I'm going to very carefully... Now, if you were doing this on parts you had to put back, I would not recommend doing this. Um, you have to be very, very, very careful about damaging the housing of whatever you're taking the fastener out of or damaging the fastener itself. So... Um, I just had another idea, well, as I was saying that, because I'm, I'm commentating just like I do when I do my videos. And I guess what I should do, maybe I should do that. You know, Gary V just, I'm gonna have to grind this thing down. I'm gonna have to grind the chisel down so it actually is a chisel again. But Gary V, um, when he does his podcast, it's simply the audio from all the video stuff they do. So why don't I just do a podcast like Last Frontier Garage, I'll just rip the audio from the, the the videos that I do. Maybe I'll do that, I don't know. Or when I don't have the video set up, I'll just be recording like I'm doing now. But not that anybody would care. I really do wonder if anybody would ever listen to my, uh, my musings, you know? I do think of this as a journal, guys. You know, I don't think that I, you know, I don't know. You know, everyone gets a kick out of being 
I get a kick out of being on stage and stuff like that, but truth be told, I just want to have a record. I want to be able to my, like, grandchildren or whoever, people that, you know, whatever, they can go back and listen to this stuff, you know? Just, so you got to think about what you're saying, you know? What you're doing out there. A lot of it's being recorded forever. You know, it's not like back in the day when you can do something stupid and then it just disappears. Now it's like that video that's that now has a million views. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Shoot. All right, and I'm gonna have to get my safety glasses from the house. Uh, let's just do this. Let's just be safe without them. How about that? All right, guys, we got our air hammer. I got my grinder wheel to clean up the chisel portion. I'm gonna try it first. All right, guys, I'm doing some super long segments, super long, meaty, meaty posts. And, uh, because that's what I like to do, guys. Like, I was getting sick of all the freestyling, too. I, one of the reasons I did the last segment was, like, I don't want people to ever get sick of hearing me freestyle. You know, like, oh, my goodness, there he goes again. And I, on some of the tracks, my audio, my vocals were too loud. Like, it was just ear piercing. I was like, anyway. I never did finish my, uh my description of the audio either. Anybody who's actually listening to this, has listened to both. Um, I start talking about, oh no, that was, that was a different introduction I never used, that's right. Every time I've done uh, Thursday, Freestyle Friday recordings, last three weeks in a row, I've done an introduction that I never have used because I never did an episode. So it's just, I don't know, I was just, it's just, to, to like force out episodes like that, I was like, man, I don't, that's why I was kind of waiting for inspiration for episode 71. Like, I had a lot of good material that everyone has sent me. And I, I wanted to feature Anka Pone on there. I wanted to, um, you know, I wanted to, to do more with that, but it was like super late. I think it was Friday night and I put that out. Anyways, guys, so let me attempt this here. Hey, babe. I'm just going to leave it right fact i'm gonna sign out guys over and out uh part two coming up okay here we go we are back at it ladies and gentlemen i actually have to go soon to another pet care visit but i'm gonna try to get this i got my air gun out or my uh air hammer basically uses air pressure it's like a little mini jack jackhammer I'm trying to find an edge on this inlet and I'm see if I can pop this thing loose, guys. Let's see here. I'm gonna come down this way a little bit. This is not, not the best situation here. Just enough to get it to start spinning. There it is, folks. All right, cool. All right, I'll be able to get it the rest of the way later. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a really short part two to the last Frontier Garage segment of today's Sunday episode. 
I'm going to drive up to Eagle River and take care of a couple of kitty cats. The question is, should I take the Corvette or not? It's a nice day. I think I should take it. I just don't want to get... It'll, it'll run all the way up there and back. So this, that'll be the longest trip that I've taken it on. So, I want to risk getting stranded. It is a dilemma. A dilemma indeed, folks. We'll talk to everybody soon. Hope everybody's having a great Sunday. and Or had a great Sunday by the time I publish this. And uh, thanks for coming along on the air hammer. Getting the fitting loose on the power steering pump. Talk to y'all later. God bless. Alright, what is up ladies and gentlemen? PDE Life in Alaska here in the 84 Corvette. I'm taking it up about 10 miles north of Anchorage to a town called Eagle Eagle River. It's literally a town that is on, right along a river called Eagle River. There literally are a ton of bald eagles that hang out around there, so it's kind of a unique place. But I'm actually, I chose to drive the vet. If you've been following along in today's episode, I was wondering if I was going to drive it or not. It needs some work, so it's not the most reliable thing. I'm going to make sure it stays cool. And um, I actually can't get into overdrive, which is kind of like it's fifth gear. So I'm stuck in fourth gear, and so I I really am not going to go. It goes fast in fourth gear, but I'm going to have to cruise kind of a little bit slower so I'm not revving the engine out. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm going to record just for a little bit. My battery is actually low. The charger in this thing doesn't work, so I'm a little bit unprepared. And my little battery pack that I normally use for uh, my phone backup is not in my bag. So anyways, I'm just going to go a little bit and uh, spare you guys. My original plan was just to record the whole way up, (laughs) but I think that would make for a little bit of a boring podcast, but taking the vet out for a spin, guys. I got enough gasoline. And uh, we're going to go for a cruise. Hope y'all are having a good day. I'm actually going to do some work. But I'm kind of having a, having fun along the way. So, anyways. Taking the taking the vet out for a spin. And uh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna, what I'm going to do next in this episode. But I think I'll be inspired. Talk to you guys soon. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think this will be our final segment of the day. The Corvette ride went great. I started to explain, or I don't know if I did or not, the speedometer doesn't work right now. It's electronically um, monitored, and I honestly just haven't gotten underneath it to find out what's going on. It could be disconnected, it could be a bad sensor, but I'm not getting any signal, so I really don't have any idea how fast I'm going. But, more importantly, the overdrive system actually requires the uh, speedometer signal to operate so I think I had mentioned that I was only able to go in fourth gear which you know cruising down the highway it's like 3,000 2,500 to 3,000 rpm which 
it's kind of like you know revving the engine pretty good you you want to be a little bit you want to be down 2000 or under for for best cruising you know um, reducing wear in your engine and of course conserving gas so anyways overdrive which is the corvette's fifth gear it's not coming on so i kind of sped around a little bit you know floored it a couple times <laughs> of course and uh, by the time I floor it, and without being able to shift, I'm just like revving it out like 4,000 RPM, just And uh, anyway, so I, we actually have some friends pulling up right now, so I'm gonna let this uh, go. I hope everyone had a, a great Monday and they enjoyed Sunday's episode. We'll talk to y'all soon, God bless. <laughs>